1: Hey, what's up, S. Welcome to a brand new Geekscape episode. I'm Jonathan London, your host. If this is your first Geekscape, well, welcome to Geekscape. We're going to talk movies, video games, comic books, all sorts of pop culture stuff. Sometimes music, definitely this episode, because my good friend Scott Klopfenstein, formerly of the band Real Big Fish, is a guest. And uh, yeah, w- this is Geekscape. We're going to be talking pop culture. And if you haven't heard Geekscape yet, well, it is International Podcast Day. So you really picked a great day to uh, jump in. Uh, we are live streaming this on the recording, but also this is available on our podcast feeds. If you so, like subscribe to podcasts and this is your first Geekscape, oh my God, tell your friends about us. Maybe you go to iTunes and you listen to your podcast there or you get them over. Um, I'm going to call it Apple Podcasts. I think they want me to call it Apple Podcasts. One day we'll all be used to calling it Apple Podcasts. Maybe you listen on Spotify. Maybe you're like the Google person. Maybe you're PC Master Race and you listen on like those weird podcatchers that I find in my analytics where I'm like somebody was listening to this on Zweebcast or whatever the weird names of these podcast apps are, whatever and however and wherever you're listening to Geekscape. I'm just glad you're here because 15 years ago, I started podcasting and Geekscape was built from that. And it was built mainly for people like you to have a place to go where there were like-minded geeks. This is before the MCU started bringing us all to multiplexes and droves. And this is all before uh, we, you know, around the time Comic-Con started really becoming a huge thing. Uh, this is the year 2005 and uh, podcasting was definitely in its nascency. It's not much older now. Uh, I would say it's like a seven-year-old. Like it has the maturity of a seven-year-old. I know this show, we'll put it somewhere in like a 10 year old's maturity level. Um, and it's been a ride. I think that Geekscape has done everything and more that I plan on it to do. And, uh a little bit about me real quick and i'm sure this isn't your first Geekscape for many of you um i came out of wanting to be a broadcaster when i was uh in high school and middle school my heroes were all broadcasters people like david letterman and greg kinnear and talk soup i've talked about him a lot here on the show and i loved stuff like kids in the hall mst3k those were my shows um And I just wanted to be on the radio, and I just wanted to have an audience and talk to them and interview people and pick their brains and find out what made creative people tick. And so when podcasting started up, we were pretty early adopters, and that's what Geekscape is. It's me sitting down with creative people and talking about them, usually in the pop culture world. And what's been amazing about it is that we've met so many amazing, incredible people in that journey, and not just the people who have been guests on the show, but people like you, people who are listening to the show and you've done amazing things. Like even if it's just as small as like leaving us a review on whatever podcatcher you're listening to this on or hitting a share button and sharing it with your friends, it's really helped Geekscape grow. Maybe you discovered us at Comic-Con at our booth. Maybe you heard about us through some of the projects that we've co-produced like uh, the documentary Doc of the Dead or, Other films that we've worked on, or ZombieCon, the uh, in-person two-year zombie uh, convention that we threw in Seattle for for those two years, and I think in 2010, 2011, uh, Geekscape really became a brand to uh, put all those things together, and I could not be prouder of the fact that Matt Kelly has built this thing into a podcast network. I was just, before the we started recording the show, and before I was talking to my friend Scott and prepping for the show, I was listening to my favorite GeekScape podcast, One Hit Thunder, from my friend Chris Fafolios that Matt Kelly produces, and where they take one hit, Scott should be on the show, because they take one hit, like one hit wonder hit, and they discuss whether or not the, the band's, the artist's entire discography is great, or if they truly were a one-hit wonder. Uh, And they do a deep dive into that one song and kind of the context of that song. And it's just a great podcast. And, of course, you have Horror Movie Night. We've got um, Bulletproof Action talking about action films. We've got wrestling podcasts. We've got everything at the the podcast that a geek could want at this network. And I just couldn't be prouder because – Uh, On the audio side, it is such a fun network, and I want you all to explore it, especially on International Podcast Day. Let's turn it into International Podcast Week, give you time to explore a couple of your options, and filter a couple more Geekscape uh, podcasts into your listening uh, trends and, uh, and share them with your friends. That really helps us. So you've helped this little kid's dreams come true. The dreams will continue because... This is what I want to do. I love talking to y'all. Uh, and that's about it. I also want to remind y'all, while we're talking about International Podcast Day, and I'm giving a sincere thanks to everyone who's helped get us to this point, I want to tell you all that the only way we can experience this in the future is if we have a future. So I'm going to go ahead and say as much as I like the idea of a post-apocalyptic world where we all have to like dress up like Mad Max and be in like warring bands of brigands and, uh, and, and pillagers together, uh, I need you all to vote. And in some of the states here in the U.S., it's getting a little late in the day, and the sun is going down on your chance to register to vote. But I'm sure if you go to vote.gov right now, within the week of you listening to this podcast, you should be in good shape to go out there and vote and get registered to vote wherever you are. Maybe just go to the website and double check that your address is legit and that you, whatever you're registered at is uh, is is good. You don't want any of this malarchy and you don't want any of this. Uh, uh, you you want to make sure that you're you're able to have your voice heard. So double check your registration. If you can volunteer at a polling place. Um, I myself am volunteering at a polling place. And I got to tell you, the presidential debate was last night, the very first one. And if you remember, President Trump did not exactly disavow or disown white supremacists or proud boys. And not only that, he told them to stand by, maybe just go and make sure that these voting places are uh, are are, are are working. I I would say that he suggested a little bit of voter intimidation. So why don't we just go ahead and um, go to the voting places ourselves as volunteers? A lot of the people who usually are volunteers at voting places are all older than the demographic of Geekscape. So while we're young, while we're healthy, uh, let's let the older demographic stay home, avoid the the uh, the risk of coronavirus, and let's take their place. Let's uh, let's volunteer and. Um, Make sure that if the Proud Boys come around because they had to stand by and now they've been activated, uh, let's make sure that, uh, that we're there and we're standing proud and we're helping people vote uh, legally. All right? I'm not telling you to bring a freaking baseball bat with nails in it to the polling place. Please do not do that. Do not bring a baseball bat with nails to the voting place expecting a Proud Boy to show up and do some voter intimidation. Just go there and do the job and make sure everybody's vote gets counted and submitted. Um, all right. That's me. Thanks again for joining Geekscape, if you've been enjoying for 15 years and listening to me for 15 years. Thank you so much. Let's get to the show. I'm going to bring in my co-host, Katie. Elsa, uh, We have a little bit of talking to do. Before the show, we, we got a little bit of a hula-baloo about whether or not we're actually friends or enemies, um, because it turns out that Katie and I have known each other long enough that we have a lot of mutual friends, and people are like, wait, whoa, 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 y'all know each other? Now I don't know which one's a better friend. Huh well the answer is Katie's probably a better friend but if you want us to fight we are totally willing to uh here's Katie Get in here.
0: <laughs> Let's do this. Come on. By the way, I love the idea of somebody showing up to a voting poll with a like a Negan-esque bat ready
1: yeah. to
0: just roll.
1: Well, uh, <laughs> I've I've definitely I mean I've I've put that I'm going to be a uh, a poll volunteer. I'm gonna be at the at the polling station volunteering and make sure everybody I don't care who you vote for, I just want you to vote and I'll make sure everything like is on the up and up. But in mm-hmm. case it don't, I'm not saying I'm going to have a vo- like a bat with nails in it. Please tell me you're going to cosplay at the voting poll as Super Action <laughs> Man. <laughs> How? What could be more American than Super Action Man helping <laughs> you vote, and uh, potentially having a cage of rabid weasels waiting uh, somewhere where I can just re- easily like like be like <laughs> just I up the- <laughs> and I just bring up the gate and a bunch of like rabid weasels who've been greased. Ahead of time, uh, just let them out. yeah, because the- you can grab onto them. Yeah, it's, it's one thing to be attacked by a rabid weasel, and that is my weapon of choice for range purposes. Um, but like, you, if you grab them, it's it's like they can only bite one person. If you grease them up, which is something that I've gotten good at, if you grease the weasels up ahead of time. <laughs> they, they can't grab them. They can't take the weasels out of the fight. They could do a lot more damage. I'm saying you're multiplying your chances of getting. Can you tell me what you're brand using brand. for grease? Like, are you doing butter? Are you
0: doing oil? What are you doing to grease up these weasels? It's a it's like
1: a home brew. It's like a, okay, it's so like environmentally
0: a, friendly type yeah, of thing.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a locally farmed <laughs> oil. <laughs> it's a locally slick. It's a locally farmed slick. I, this is all in the oven <laughs> up. Katie, uh, if you come to my voting place <laughs> where I'm volunteering and you try and do some voter suppression, some voter intimidation, all I gotta do and I'm gonna have this thing on a remote. I just press a button, the gate comes up on this cage that I've kept these greased up weasels with rabies in. And the weas- <laughs> oh,
0: and they have rabies. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah they have rabies. Yeah. You okay, grease them up in the cage, you inject them. They got the rabies. Right. And then uh-huh. the ra they just you're like you know, it's like the it's like a, a redneck version of the Beastmaster. I just like let <laughs> them out. The, they just go, yeah, and then like they fl- not that I have names for them. Uh, okay, are
0: you gonna be? Are you gonna be like the dude um, <laughs> where if some, one of them dies, you're just gonna like lean over its body and just
1: like are you Mark t- uh, Singer impersonation, the guy who played the Beastmaster.
0: No, I was doing the start, the guy with the the like horn teeth, and he. Oh, are you talking he, about
1: the Raincore trainer?
0: Yeah, the Raincore trainer. Yes,
1: <laughs> And the Raincore died. <laughs> Let's talk about this, and, and maybe this is where we bring Scott Kaufmanstein in to help us talk about okay. this because we're not going to talk about our beef brawl before this. And no. Igor, <laughs> well, our good friend Igor, was like, "I don't know who to support in this. Who to who to <laughs> weapon for?" Listen, <laughs> Ekscape, I know you all like Katie's super popular with you all like she's definitely helped reinvigorate me in in the way that I've wanted in a co-host to have somebody who's funnier than me and better <laughs> and really good at talking and and everything like she's she is the should be the host of the show that oh. being said like if you start like if you, you feel like some kind of conflict of your loyalty and like who do I support if they have to fight to the death send your weapons to Katie because I was born I with mine Okay.
0: Uh, see, here's the I thing. Mine like might, the might be a little COVID loose because I've been pandemic pounding the pound cake. But you know what? I could take a month, uh down.
1: Okay. Okay. But I just got to tell you, Katie. Warning you. I got some iron fist shit. I just remember when I was in <laughs> Tibet. <laughs> So uh,
0: you have ninja stars, is what I, you're well, saying? I, How do you have a bad script, bad I, acting. I, is that way? I, what I
1: mean? didn't really. <laughs> Geekscape, so it was a time that maybe you were like, "Hey, I didn't get a Geekscape episode this week. Let me explain that. I'm going <laughs> to come clean with you because it's International Podcasting Day, okay? And this is the day that we all know truth comes out. This is International Podcasting Day, and I feel like finally, for once, I should tell the Geekscape is like the truth. <laughs> At one time, I don't know what it was, when you were looked up and maybe like one of the three weeks ever that you didn't get a free GeekScape podcast, <laughs> you thankless little jerks go leave us a review. Um, <laughs> it was because I was in Tibet, climbing a mountain, trying to find purpose in this world. I've done that many times. It, I, mm, I mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Did I, you also fall down a cave with a bunch of bats? No, mm. no, 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 Only clumsy little okay. rats do that. Uh, oh. <laughs> It ain't like that, I I found you know I was like I'm gonna starve to death. This is the dumbest thing I could have done. I came up this mountain Tibet, like what am I doing here? And I came upon this hidden spring, and I swam in yeah. it, and it imbued me with these powers. There were these old Asian dudes. They saw me naked. It's all good, but they gave me super like they gave me powers for fighting. And mm-hmm. I felt like you didn't <laughs> even know that, Katie, in case for some uh-huh. reason like the geeks gave us start liking you more, and you resist. Um, What I think you should be doing, which is starting a new show on the Geekscape Network, where you talk about video games. If if (laughs) you do not start a podcast on this this network, you are being wasted, and I will be angry. (laughs) We will have to cage fight, and at first, I won't use the weasels. I, you know, quite honorably, just
0: full on final final blasting. Yeah, yeah, because we were we were saying that Mark would be my semi boss or my mini boss, perhaps, Mm -hmm. Uh, because you know if he came into this house and tried to throw some bullshit around or something like that. Mark would definitely one punch knockout, but I am the final boss here. And uh, no, I didn't go to Tibet and like find my way or pay, I don't know, a 300 plus dollar ticket to go to Tibet. I grew up in the system. Okay, I grew up on the streets of Phoenix, Arizona.
1: I grew up in the heat. I use my lizard <laughs> powers. I grew scales on the inside. I inside turn. and the outside. Oh, yeah. like my
0: heart is covered in lizard scales, and my body is covered in salmon pink and turquoise.
1: I'm from the desert. I have spirit powers <laughs> from the desert. You think that a, a, a listen? The difference between me and a rattlesnake is that a I'm rattlesnake. Like a rattlesnake rattles to warn you. I rattled to let you know you've already been bit. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to tell you, here we go. The audience has spoken already. Matt Kelly says, I've known Jonathan for 15 years, and I've never met Katie, so I'm pretty confident Katie is the better friend. Uh, I mean. <laughs> Jim Pagranelli says, you would know all about greasing weasels. Jonathan. You would. Uh, he also <laughs> wants me, for you video uh, viewers, those of you watching live, he wants me to move a little bit to my left, to let you all know that I have completed The Office because the Van Damme kickboxer poster is up and my life is not complete. I really feel like it's it brings so intense
0: yeah. that those pectoral muscles are like boobs in and of themselves no, like bad. those are, they're intense
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah? don't pick yeah. me off katie because mine are not like that um exactly <laughs> yeah so you know who got the glow i got the glow so let's bring <laughs> scott in scott Sign everybody you may know him from his music you'll probably know him from his music but he's also got this brand new twitch channel that he started a few weeks ago and it is already a rocket man i got on the twitch channel maybe last week And was just like, damn, Scott's got this down to a science, which I really let's say it's it was G Scott. G Scott is the brains behind the operation. Scott is the heart. All right, if it's the Justice League, Scott, like like G Scott is like the Batman, and Uh Scott is like the Wonder Woman, and the Superman, Uh I I don't know, I don't know. Going to ask
0: about that? (laughs)
1: Going to ask him, Uh, Scott? How you doing, buddy? Welcome. Hello, everybody.
2: What's going on?
1: <laughs> Nothing much, dude. If like you, you and I went to dinner or lunch like a day, like a week or so before this whole pandemic happened, and it just yeah. feels like last year. It feels like like two, three years ago.
2: Yeah, it's it was it was it was an insanely long time of short ago.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I need you to to talk about this because I think that it's a major problem. Uh, Katie mentioned the rancor. Wrangler, the the Rancor trainer there in Return of the Jedi. Let, can we just talk about this shit? Because, like, I'm with the first Star Wars trilogy for like those first two movies, but I think even as a kid, that scene where Luke throws a rock at that <laughs> at, 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 at like the control mechanism and, and like lets the door come down on the Rancor and kills it. I was like, that shit doesn't. Sit well with me and there, I have many reasons why that shit doesn't sit well with me because he's supposed to have like gone through training now he's a jedi he's like gun black and all this stuff got it
0: he's using his smarts but yeah no Scott I want to know here's the sorry I actually have to,
2: I have to kind of actually side uh, the rock makes sense like least amount of effort Zen situation he assesses he doesn't panic violence isn't like you know it's not always the head-on it's sometimes it's the way around sometimes yeah, he
0: doesn't like force choke it or anything he cur- like he cur- you know he, he figured
2: out to curve the bullet and you know it's, it's um
1: friends you know i do not mean to like bring you on the show just to tell you how wrong you are
2: oh but, wow but let, okay. let,
1: let's keep something like in mind that is very clear and made very clear for us several scenes later R2 has the fucking lightsaber the entire time. And Luke is like, I'm going to use a fucking bone to fight this thing. Like, uh, dude, what is this Chad move where he's like, hang back, everybody. I got this. I know there's a lightsaber right there. And I can probably mercifully kill this thing. and Or just force hover and not fall in a damn pit in the first place. But I'm going to show off a little bit for a couple of these freaking gungans or whatever the hell is up top. <laughs> I'm just going to show you guys my sick bone fighting stone throwing moves. Like, why not use the lightsaber that R2's got up top? It's not like R2 already had like a platter full of drinks on him yet. That came later. I can understand that R2's like, oh, I would throw you the lightsaber, but I get Jabba put a platter full of drinks on my head. But the dude had the lightsaber the whole time I was like, no, nope, I'm going bone and rock on this one. I'm going probably okay. okay.
2: But has it ever has it ever occurred to you that Luke Lived on Tatooine and never got to see the Pit of Kaku. So he just was like, "I got it," you know. He wanted to see the he wanted to see the sights.
0: He just wanted to see it. He just wanted to experience all the things. It's kind of like a like a buffet platter. There's so many options, and
1: you know, he didn't get to go in the pit before, so he might as well. Hey Han, sorry, yeah. sorry, you're blind right now, but uh, dude, if you can <laughs> see this. This is the straight thing to try. see. Its breath isn't so good, so I hope you're you're, you're slathering up with breath mint because you're going in first. <laughs> Matt <laughs> Kelly's in the chat, and he said straight up, "John, do you tell people your cards at a poker table?" Hell yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> and then Big Yanks, who you know, Scott Big Yanks over in uh, Yeah Yeah Long Island, says, "Was he not trying to hide the fact that he was a Jedi?" No he wasn't. He went in and tried to use his force moves on freaking Jabba and Jabba's like, your Jedi tricks don't work on me, dude. He had no Of course intent- he want, he
0: wanted to appear weak. I no intent- yeah. mean the
1: fact that he was a freaking Jedi. Like none. He showed up in cosplay. Like dude was so straight <laughs> up letting you know he was a Jedi from the beginning.
0: I don't know. Scott, when you watched that as a kid or as an adult, I don't know when you watched it. I don't want to judge. Uh, <laughs> was that not like a cool move or was that kind of a lame thing? What do you think?
1: Oh, the, the,
2: the, the rock, the rock. I don't know. I thought, I think it was fine. Like it didn't, it didn't sit, it didn't sit wrong with me. What I, and I felt like it actually, it did something where you got to actually see that the people in Jabba's palace were people. You know what I mean? It, like, humanized monsters in a way. It was, like, dude. The,
0: yeah, the and trainer
2: was, like, abs- like, legitimately upset. That guy, first of all, yeah. that guy did a great job of acting. I didn't, for a second, believe that his favorite puppy died. Like, I was, like, oh, that's a person who's, <laughs> like, heartbroken. And then his buddy is, like, right there, like, arm over him. Like, I know, it's it's tough stuff. but it's
0: hard. Like, it's hard, man. It, this terrorist just came in
2: it really humanized the whole gang for me and I was like yeah, I'd probably drink there
0: I mean they are in a den of thieves they've seen death every single day and this is what made that dude cry right
2: that's so- that's saying something it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a statement
1: so I don't know if you're- <laughs> so, so i don't i I don't see how that. Like dismisses what I'm saying. Luke is the monster in that scene. Yeah,
0: no, Luke is definitely the monster in that. <laughs> oh scene. Yeah. Like he killed the Rancor. <laughs> like that—that that yeah. wasn't up for a debate. Luke is definitely the monster in that <laughs> scene. But yeah, I thought you were saying that it was kind of cheesy and uh, cheap. Matt, yeah. Matt,
1: Matt's back and he says, "Like, come on, this is strategy. What benefit is he showing you? He has a lightsaber when you're in a pit filled with the entire palace of bad guys versus on a ship with like five guards." Um. <laughs> about- but wait. Didn't he also like cruise in and like
2: force choke some Gungan guards on the way in?
1: A Gamorian, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. Gungan, Gamorian, yeah. Push.
0: I would say force push. In probably, Howie. Right? Yeah. I don't think
1: he's he all. <laughs> How does that plan dovetail with Leia's plan of trying to rescue Han dovetail with, like, Lando's plan of I'm going to go and do a reconnaissance? It doesn't seem like any of them were talking to each other. This was not exactly Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <just a> plan <laughs> to save Han. It just kind of been like, I'll do my way. You do your way. We'll see if it works. Oh, shit. We all ended up on a boat together. Good for us. Now let's do some flippity flips and hope R2 doesn't have a platter on his head. Like it all just kind of worked out. They got lucky.
0: Listen, you know. at this point, it was the '80s. Things were wild. You know, <laughs> there was a lot of coke going on there. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, Chris, Chris on uh, Twitch says, "Hey man, it's Skywalker's Eleven. Let's do a uh, let's do like a like a cross fandom version of that where we do Skywalker's Eleven and." <laughs> Because let let's be sure, like Danny Oceans or whoever it was, Danny. What was what was George Clooney's character or Sinatra's character? Billy Ocean, right? Yeah, Billy 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 Ocean's character, like their plans weren't any good either. Like those those plans got (laughs) fucked up all the time. And but for the skin, I know just. I guess you don't get the movies, for but we
0: do. We ride. do need like Han or someone to just constantly be eating shrimp or something. Like that's the one thing we need. In <laughs> <That's> that. <right? laughs> like,
2: always with a shrimp cocktail. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Except, so... except, instead of
1: shrimp, it's a frog in a bowl. It's like little. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, blue milk on the side. Yeah, just chugging it, getting a stash. <laughs> um,
1: so Matt Kelly is in the chat, and he's invited you, Scott, to be on One Hit Thunder. Who our friend Chris oh, Paul from Punchline would love movies. to. Let's do it, guys. It's one—it's it, pod, international podcast day. We're going to be talking a little bit about the podcast network here on Geekscape. And um, Scott, how you been? Let's promote some of the stuff you've been doing because I look up, you've moved back to California during a pandemic. Last time Scott was on the show was last summer. We were broadcasting out of his Brooklyn uh, recording studio, creative studio, basement of his house, uh, whatever it was. But Uh, we were in Brooklyn and now you're living back in the OC where you grew up and uh, you're doing this Twitch channel and playing music once or twice or several times a a week on Klopfenstein's Twitch TV. Um, Dude, what is that all about? Because I think you're really good at it. The subscriptions have gone up very fast and it's kind of a pro setup. It's kind of fun.
2: Yeah, I mean, so when things started to become more interesting, um it, with when the pandemic kind of kicked off, my wife I we my wife and I we've been talking about moving back to California for a while. And but I'm usually the one who's pressing it. I'm like I'm, the, I'm like, we gotta get it. You know, my family is here, uh, my brothers are here, and most and all all most of my friends are here. And Scott, um, no I, pick,
1: uh I did say that you corrected me that it was Danny Ocean in the Ocean's Eleven films. I said Billy Ocean is the singer. No, of I,
2: You said Danny Ocean, and I actually said Billy Ocean because I thought it was funny. And then but now, you-
1: because you tricked me, and you were the next one to get the Greasy Weasels, you got to sing your edition <laughs> of Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Millennium Falcon, as Atomic Bun Bun said on Twitch. Go it's ahead. like,
2: yeah. Get out the Mexican, baby! Um, but, uh, so...
1: What's that? You gotta do it. Get out of my dreams. I gotta sing the whole thing. Just the chorus, just a little yeah, bit. You
0: only if you want. Only do things that you wanna do.
2: Yeah, see, I'm no. supposed to be on vocal rest today.
1: Was oh, that right? Oh, I actually, That's like you I do actually, because
2: do sure. I'm doing this. I'm doing the Twitch like four days a week, and I do it for like two and a half to three hours, and it's crazy. Oh, wow. I mean, it's but, like yeah. well, there are people who like. So this is where I'm amazed okay. by the entire thing. Is I mean, I think Twitch has only been doing. Um, like really supporting like a music community for like a year and a half, two years, something like that. Um, But yeah, you have like, um, I've met this kid named Mitch Bruzzi who's in Australia, who is, I don't know why I call him a kid. He's a grown man, Um, (laughs) but he has like the spirit of a kid. He's like the youngest grown man. Um, And he's a drummer and he streams for like six hours straight and just plays drums, six hours and it's the most bananas thing. Um, and I mean, and there's, um, I've met some really, uh, wonderful musicians, uh, who they do, they do really long, like four to five hour sessions. Um, and some of them are only doing like a couple times a week. And so we do anywhere, like we usually do like an hour, two to two to two and a half hours, uh, four times a week, but it's hard. Like I'm, it's, it's, I'm starting to get my, like my I have to get my voice back in shape. I'm starting to get my playing back in shape because I took a long hiatus. But so when we decided, my wife decided, she's like, let's move back. Um, Cause we were living in a small 900 square foot apartment, which for New York is large, but when there's <laughs> right. four of you um, and there's one bathroom, it's, Oof. it's tight. So, um, so yeah, we,
0: and there's a pandemic going yeah, on. So it feels even, tighter. even tighter. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, and so we kind of, within the course of like three to four months, we, we made it happen. And, um, when we moved back, I got back in touch with just, I mean, um, uh, G Scott Barrett, who is, you know, been one of my dearest and nearest friends for 25 years. Um, and, um, it's just, uh, he's an incredibly innovative, um, uh, individual. And he also has just a DIY ethic about, Music and art—it's like you know, do everything yourself until you can't, and then find someone who believes in things the way you believe in things to then pick, take up that mantle, so you can continue to focus on what what's important. Um, but so he he said, like he's like we—I was doing some—I was doing some kids' music on YouTube, and the hard thing about YouTube is they've changed the rules so much, and especially doing kids' music, like you can't monetize that. There's no. But I was making, before the world closed, I was making a lot of money doing kids' music shows. I had, like, a big following in Brooklyn that I was doing, like, four shows a week and, and making a decent living. Um, but I kind of stopped focusing on my own professional stuff. Like, I'd done some touring here and there uh, in contact with the, uh, the Pick It Up, the Ska documentary that came out. Was that last year that it came out?
1: Yeah, dude. I'm yeah. telling you. Like- it's crazy. It's insane. Uh, Parasite won the best picture Oscar this year. Remember twenty twenty. Do you remember oh. Tiger King? Yeah, from our <laughs> childhood.
0: That was the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: so when I got here, we were going to look to do. We did a few YouTube streams, and we just felt like the thing that was missing was um, was community, and and the ability to like monetize it right because like as crass as that sounds like i want to be able to put as much effort and energy into playing music as i can to bring something to people that means something not only to me but to them but part of that is that i have to be able to you know i've got a wife and kids i've got you know a roof that i gotta put over people's heads. so it's we were trying to figure out a way to do it that felt more like crowdsourcing and less like shelling
1: and you haven't like yeah. trained the kids to work you haven't like put them to work like they had to, like
2: <laughs> Have put a I in. have used my nephew as a co-host for the show a few times and I had Sadie, my youngest, come and co-host the show with me one night.
1: What I'm saying is uh, like you need to get them in like like a textile factory or something, because their little hands once they get bigger, uh, like they no. can't sew no. properly the same way. Like that's why you gotta get them like on an assembly line early because once Go their ahead. hands
2: get big oh, no, they they're, they're the, the ones weird. who got me. I'm now now during the day I'm a teacher.
0: Oh I'm yeah! Teaching fourth yeah. grade,
2: That's and I'm teaching first grade. Um, I'm more of a substitute teacher because they've got actual teachers on screens, and then I'm just sitting there making sure that they get all you know. But
0: all the information in. Yeah, Yeah. no, I actually, I, I feel like, especially as artists in the pandemic, there's like several like ways that like people have been like, Oh, like maybe we could corporatize like this kind of thing so that like, you could still do your art, but it's also still fun. Like I I'm hosting games for a remote team building company at the moment. And I'm doing like three to five a day. And uh, it's like, it's like performing an hour show every single time. And it gets exactly, so like a,
1: like a corporation wants to do a team building exercise and they have their team members show up to like an online game session that you are like yep. the moderator of. And- I'm hosting.
0: I'm like the host and I'm just like, hey, everybody, how's it going? Uh, what's up, Ellen from Missouri? Yeah, all that nonsense. Oh my God. It, like. It's one of those things that like, you know, like we're trying to find ways to like get our artistic outlet while also making money, but it still feels like shilling (laughs) (laughs) because it's just like, well, you know what, at least I'm making money for this. But I love that you've incorporated um, this kind of design to like crowdsource and still make it your own thing. And not make it something that like is somebody else's vision that just kind of shoehorns your talents into right. so are, you, are
1: you gonna do the Billy Ocean Millennium Falcon Song tonight on the Twitch since you <laughs>
0: I'm not
2: streaming tonight, we're not streaming. It's tomorrow. So like okay. the days in between i I don't like I, like today I don't sing at all
1: We'll just rest your voice for yeah. tomorrow.
2: But
0: <laughs> I do I, lo- I do love that you're uh, having to rest your voice and you're doing an hour-long <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast <laughs> well, talking is, we, like,
2: we yeah, talking help. is <laughs> one thing well so actually and Thursdays are tough because I start my day at five in the morning so I do a kids show wow. stream pretty in the morning amazing. that's wow. that's for New York like is where I started it so I have a, I have a kids music following that's in New York but now it's spread globe it's spread all over the place Um. But so the show in New York was at 10 o'clock in the morning. So now I have to be on YouTube at seven in the morning, which means I need to be at my studio at five in the morning.
1: Well, don't worry. Oh, I've been doing Geeks Game for 15 years. And you know Big Yanks in, in Long Island, who's, yeah, yeah. who's out right now. Uh, when we started this, he was seven years old. So <laughs> your audience in New York will become older.
0: Tell me and now, so now it's nine
1: PM in New York. and Big Yanks has grown up with us. He, you know, yeah. he has the maturity level he did at seven, but so do I. So let's <laughs> just let's just keep everything in perspective. This is something you've been doing. Like, I want to welcome you to the neighborhood of online content, Scott. Like, thank you. you. To... Uh, I dig it. It's something you know that we've yeah. been doing for a long time. Welcome, and you will see your audience grow up, and uh, and then start to like. Hang out together, then start hooking up together, then start having kids together, and then like start having divorces together, and then start like doing, doing, doing whoa, whoa, it. it's whoa, crazy. Whoa. May, not just not Stop just that. <laughs> All right, like trust me, you're gonna get it. I can't wait to listen to that Billy Ocean rendition of the Millennium Falcon song tomorrow night. Though there is a song Maybe you do smart. on your stream though, and I want to talk. I was just about to-, to mention it. What? Uh, well, hey. Scott, here's here's how Scott and I met. I I well. We have t- we go back to the last episode with Scott and I, when Scott was on Geekscape, we talk about how we met back in 97. And my
2: crumpled pirate map version of, the, of Kevin Smith's
1: We met yeah, yeah, Iron Man tour van. And Scott was like, oh, you're into comics? I'm into comics. Check out this comic book. It's Kevin Smith's number one of Daredevil. And he pulled it out. And I was like, that is either a pirate map or something you just wiped your ass with. Because I've never seen a comic book treated that badly. Uh, Scott you were in a dark place In your late teens And you're better now Uh, And I'm glad you're with us But it wasn't until Like I did the videos for Real Big Fish That you and I were actually Like brothers Yeah, And and you started doing music for Like some of my original content stuff You did songs for Singledom You did some music for Hear the Prophecy Which I just found like A a bunch of old footage I'm going to cut it into a new short That's what I'm doing right now And um, uh, and I got to tell you like watching your stream you play the lando's lament song and I'm like did so you, often did you write lando's lament for singledom
2: I did I wrote it for the cafe scene because mm-hmm. they were talking about lando and yep. so i was like so I was like why not well and so yeah they were talking about lando and they were talking about like not knowing how many uh, penises he might have and sure. um and i was like and what what came to my mind was I was like look when he was flying with Nine Nub into the Death Star oh yeah. at the end of Jedi, I was like, what was he thinking about?
1: Especially and I was the like, era. there's got to be a lady back on
2: Bespin that, lady, like, lady, lady, at yeah. least one.
0: If, if, I was like, at and, least one. You, know, <laughs> yeah.
2: you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you, as much as I know Lando Calrissian, like, I'm like, it's probably some ladies, some dudes, maybe some other, like, you know, uh, <laughs> you, you
1: know. That's and, sure. yeah. Non-binary. I find out that like he was with the freaking droid. Yeah. Like in solo. They- Do
0: you guys think there's a big debate in like a Bespin orgy of who shot first? You know what I mean?
1: Like who came first? <laughs> I think Lucas definitely would have cut that one out. Uh, <laughs> oh weird. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it was, it was definitely Lobot. Uh, for, uh like Lobot for definitely like his whole head device he could have controlled like when he blasted but uh but scott i love that you're still playing lando's lament and there yeah are, there are a couple songs that you've written for my like visual film stuff and i still think that you and g scott should like put those songs together and release them for the audience because there's some of the popular songs not that they aren't the most popular there's some of the popular songs in your set and, well, we uh, do want to
2: we do want to release uh, um, the recording of Lando's Lomet. Um, I've, I've been trying. I've been. Uh, I'm trying to decide whether we're going to use the original recording or, or re-record it. Though.
1: Oh, dude, don't so, don't do it. I just listened to. Uh, I just listened don't re-record to, it. Well, I just listened to the lead singer of uh, Face to Face on Krista Makes podcast. Krista Makes the lead singer of Lesson Jake, who I think have an album coming out tomorrow. They're being very cagey, but I, right. I can't wait. If Lesson Jake has that. That album coming out. Uh, I had Krista Makes on the show right before the shutdown, and if you all Geekscapists are new to this and you're big Less Jake fans, go back to early, I think mid-January, February in the Geekscape feed, and you'll find a Krista Makes episode. And also, if you go back like a month and a half ago, you'll find a Vinny Fiorello episode. So that was fun, getting more Less Jake on the podcast. But he played me one of the new Less Jake songs. It's awesome. It's got the woe woes on it. Um, But he just had the lead singer of Face to Face on talking about how they had to re record uh, one of their songs for, for Big Choice because the record label is like, We want it. And it just never had the same magic as that original. And there's a lot of, yeah. the, there are a lot of like re recordings that just didn't have that magic. I remember when we did uh, the, the Real Big Fish live album, you know, we were, you know, I remember Aaron was talking about like re recording some stuff or whatever the deal was with Mojo, right? Um, whatever yeah. it was. It was the idea of like re-recording stuff either with the live album or something else. But does it ever really capture that same magic? Think no,
2: it. it never does. I mean, well, and so, I mean, I, I actually have strong opinions on this, which is funny that I even thought about re-recording, but it's, musicians are not necessarily qualified to judge what does or does not sound good once they've released something.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like this even goes for re- early releasing of demos and things. It's it's like, because you can't judge how people emotionally attach to things. Right. I think, I mean, I think about um, turn the radio off often enough. Mm-hmm. And if I look back at that from my objective point of view, um, you know, I can pick out all the things that I would change about it. All of the things that I would wish we had done differently. Um, but, you know, it's, it's it's not even about me at that point like this is something that means so much more to the people who a heard it when it first came out and grew up with it the people who are hearing it now as a part of the scene like it has a life of its own that if i am to you know go back and correct horn lines that i played in a certain way like um i'm yeah. almost
1: disregarding.
2: About- what's that
1: no nope, finish what you're saying
2: I'm almost like disregarding people's feelings towards something like the are fact talking, that it had like,
1: are we talking about George Lucas again? I we kind of, did <laughs> <laughs> we just find ourselves talking about George Lucas again? No, it just, yeah. we just because had a time you're saying that stuff, I was like, Oh yeah. Imagine that going back and changing the things that you originally released years after the audience has created an emotional attachment to it.
2: I mean, making, making art is a test, right? Like, Mm -hmm. And you get, you, you get it as right as you get it. And if you go back, it's like, sure, you can make it perfect, but like, things aren't, things aren't valuable because they're perfect. They're valued because they're flawed and unique. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, as far as art goes, in my personal opinion, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, can a, can a robot recreate a Pollock? Probably. But it, it won't have like that same thing that is undefinably. I mean, I don't know if other people are emotionally like. Uh,
1: uh, we don't talk uh, about uh, robots here because we have a robot but, living in my computer. Oh no, works. I know. I,
2: I talk. We have one on no, our show. It's, we have the Nightbot. Robots. Yeah, and we, we love have, the Nightbot. We don't talk oh, about yeah, the Nightbot.
1: And we so and we have Incelbot, who's a pretty aggressive robot AI that hates mm-hmm.
0: candy. Yeah,
1: he, he should be co-host, and he's oftentimes messed up my audio and turned the the show into digital trash because uh, he's an Mm -hmm. incel and he doesn't think Katie's a real gamer. Uh, Yeah.
0: The sad day, but you know, you know, robots—they don't have the same emotional capacity uh, or experience <laughs> in life <laughs> to give us those true art pieces or have that experience with
1: actual. Uh, video shout, games. Out, shout out to Donuts um, and Manila off of Twitch for throwing up. Hey, the- Donuts, <laughs> what's and up, it? buddy? And he threw up the Destructoid emoji, and I used nice. to hang on Destructoid back in the day. Also, Christina Tassio in Orange County, Geekscape is from the beginning. Thank you for spending 15 years with me, Christina. She says man What's my like, boyfriend Christina? and I watch Scott Stream pretty much every time he's on and every time he plays that Lando song, we tear up. Either because it's really sad, Lando's lament, or because it's funny and all that. But I love that song, yeah. dude. Um, let's yes, see. It's an lament emotional tune. Ben Saunders says some of the really fish re-recordings re- are great. It's cool to have multiple versions of things to choose from different takes on something. And I, I agree with you there, Ben. Um, I never felt when Lucas was doing the special editions or any of that stuff that like he was coming into my house and taking away my VHS tapes that had like the gooey, uh, green blue screen around the TIE fighters and stuff like that. I still love the sincerity of those original, uh, Star Wars releases or any of that stuff. They're never taking that stuff away from you, but, um, yeah, why not both? You know, especially in a day like this, they just re-released "God Loves, Man Kills," the uh, X Men storyline that, that Chris Claremont did as the original trade paperback in the early '80s, where mm-hmm. it's like it's like you know, it's like the religious preacher dude is like hunting the X Men and he's trying to trap Xavier so he can kill all the X Men and Magneto is like, this is why we can't coexist, and it's a great classic storyline. They took parts of it for X Two, uh, the X Men movie, but. Um, I was just rereading it and Chris Claremont went back with the original artist and added like bookend storylines with Kitty pride in it. Um, and it, it was really well done, but they tried to do it in the same artistic style. And during the pandemic, I've seen that Marvel and I think DC has been doing that a lot. They just re-released day in comic book stores. I was in there and they did giant size X-Men, the one that, uh, that Dave Cockrum and, and, Chris Claremont did where they introduced the new X-Men like Wolverine and all that stuff because the original X-Men got kidnapped on Krakoa. Um, They just reintroduced that stuff. uh, That was the original X-Men stuff and Giant Size X-Men where they introduced Wolverine and Storm and the International Squad, like the phase two X-Men. But they integrated a lot of these stories that took place in that time. Where you find out, oh, there was a third Summers brother, you know, it wasn't just Havoc and you know, or they, they introduce like some of the stuff that are that people have done about that storyline later and it's all in one flush edition of Giant Size X Men. I don't mind when people do that because it doesn't remove that original, as Ben says. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Sure. Sure. But do you feel like there's also kind of a point where we take a little bit of our own current time and we put it a little force back into something that's maybe a little bit, I don't know, like with with Lucas and... (laughs) some of the CG stuff, uh, you know, bringing in some of the, the lounge singer with the triple tits, uh, you know, and putting that into like making it a little bit more adult and a little less kid friendly, you know, like trying to make a service have just a little more edge instead of like just being kind of the thing for all ages, all family members. Don't you think that like at some point there, there seems to be a line where like if we cross that we start we start pulling examples or pulling tone or, or something from a current age and putting it right. into something that
1: it really, yeah, you've taken the art out of the context of the time in which it was made. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's again, like it's the, it's the same. I think it's, I think it's the clear example of like adding a, a few little CG creatures here and there is not the same as Greedo shooting first. Yes, you know what I mean. Like you've taken a character now, you've taken a beloved character who had who had to have. Don't know, we don't a,
1: talking about
2: Han. You're talking about Han. Like oh. removing Han's. you know
0: the beloved character. You know, and, you know <laughs> um,
2: but like removing, like removing Han's like one come to cool Jesus this, moment. Really. Like you you you've watered it. Yeah. You've well, watered well, it down. You've it, homogenized but, yeah. it, and it's like yeah. so. That's
1: where like. What's yeah. for me, the, especially like a drug smuggler dude's a drug yeah. smuggler.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like I listen back, like, so like in the reference of like, like we'll say like turn the radio off, which again, like we went and re-recorded tunes and it's like, and it's fine. And I know why we did that. And, and it's, and it's, and it's All great. Right. Um, but, um, but there's also like, when I go back and I listen to the, that album, which I do, um, like my singing style was totally different. Um, the way I played horn was different. Like the way I approached everything because it had this, this energy and this, I mean, just of being 19 years old and so insecure, you can only cover it with like the most incredible spastic, like behavior and ego. Um, and, and like
1: drop. In the years since, have you noticed that your voice changed? Because I, I saw on your Twitch uh, before the Twitch, you you texted me and you were like, and I was like, "What's your secret, Scott? How do you keep the sound consistent?" And do you still put your nuts in a clamp before your Twitch things? Is that oh, something? always, yeah, like, yeah, we, we, Like you, like this is why Geekscape is a valuable commodity to those of you. I, I let you yeah, yeah. know more about the people you are fans of than you probably. Real clamps. At. I bring you behind the scenes to see the wizard behind the curtain, and that's just something that was between Scott and I. Now you know that Scott uses these clamps. Little brass clamps, <laughs> little brass, clamps. Yeah. Right nice and they're he, beautiful. He tunes them not unlike yeah. a guitar. If he needs yeah. a little more falsetto, he just he, yeah. crank- cranks it up a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no,
0: that's delightful. Like, yeah. No wonder you're on vocal rest. Yeah. the amazing grass. thing
2: is actually, is if on listening back to turn the radio <laughs> off, my voice is deeper.
1: Oh, it's be- really? Clamp, it's pre clamps, it was pre clamp. <laughs> Yeah. I played- That's why yeah. you tore yeah. up that comic book. Yeah. <laughs> you were an angry youth. Yeah. But
2: um this But yeah, all my sense. like because I'm putting so much for like yeah, all those vocal literal, like for some reason like my technique back then was really poor. It was you go to vet,
1: got-
0: Do you feel like you were kind of forcing the deepness of your voice? Or- no, I think I was
2: just forcing everything. Like I I haven't figured out how to pull back and add a little finesse and then, or also just tweak it. You know, it's like, it's like anything, it's an instrument. Like you, you figure out how to play it better as you do it. Like, you know, so
0: you gotta go. Is there anything else besides kind of like the tone of your voice? Like what else has changed as you've grown older and like, what is it that you've kind of fine tuned? (laughs) Kind of everything.
2: Like that's, that's been the neat thing about getting back on uh, playing like four times a week is, um, is I get yeah. to kind of reinvent like, hey, get to, I, I have a really strict I do I have a really strict vocal things that I do I try not to like um, um, shout a lot, <laughs> <oceans> um, <laughs> but um, which is yeah,
0: kids, you yeah, know, not um, <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, no, my children are very <laughs> much like me, which means they are infuriating, <laughs> um, but um, but they're hilarious at the same time. So it's like you're just like oh oh you're hilarious get out of here. Um, but it's um, <laughs> I do a lot of warming up and warming down, um, both uh, like instrument wise and vocal wise. Um, I try to eat right, exercise that sort of thing. Which these were not things like I thought about at all when I was in my 20s at all. And then maybe getting into my 30s, the wear and tear of being on the road for 15 years or whatever starts to like show up. Um, but but yeah, so now, I mean, after taking a, a good 10 year hiatus from really focusing on music at all, like I was like, oh, I'm in my 40s now, like the body is different, but my, it's been coming back. Like the voice is starting to come back. It's like it will it starts to dive at the end of, of sets, but like I have good days, I have bad days, but I have good days and bad days on the road too. It's, it's, I like the fact that it's an inconsistent instrument and it really has all to do with like um, what you're going to put into it, both emotionally and mentally. It's, it's, I, I love, that's what I love about this. The Twitch streaming as well is it's like, I never know what I'm going to
1: do. Hmm. Like I, I, have I, I so scripted to a science. This, <laughs> this landscape, I'm like, I, this is what I do. I'll tell you the process. I, I discovered this when I was in Tibet. I, I developed <laughs> oh, a message, uh, and I put it on an ancient scroll. And I write down all my stupid fucking jokes that nobody likes and my dumb comments that derail an in-depth conversation like this one. Like, I put it all this one. on there, like right? This one right? And I put it on this ancient scroll. I actually had it tattooed on human skin. And then I t- I, my own. You're own? No it, other way. I take it. I cut sloths of it mm-hmm. off, like little swaths of it, and I put it on a little wheel and I spin it. And that's the stupid comment I'm going to say. That stupid comment, little story, like this last one that's how I do it so I don't know how it's going I mean I don't know how it's going to happen it's just like that I like to get there <laughs>
0: <laughs> is, there, is there one thing myself. that you've there like been go. surprised in your own self during your Twitch stream Scott like okay bye bye John <laughs> just you and me now Scott we're just going to do he's this like, together no, that, it didn't work I'm out of here
2: <laughs> <He's> like, oh.
0: <laughs> smoke bomb and he's out <laughs> <laughs> but is there anything that you've suppressed your own self with during this stri-
2: um, extremes i mean to be honest um i'm
0: i'm like get back in here
2: i am unbelievably uh, uh uh insecure and so i like like i was i i actually believe it or not like i i was worried and i still worry like before every show. That like maybe I don't like ha- I don't have it. Like maybe it's maybe it's gone today. Maybe you know it's one of just
1: like the people I've ever met in my entire yeah. life. I think you're a, well, I think you're an actual genius. And the only thing keeping your insecure, like the only thing keeping you in check is your insecurity. The only thing keeping me in check is my stupidity, and, <laughs> the, and the stupidity allows me from having the insecurity kick in because I'm too stupid to actually acknowledge <laughs> that I can't do something. You're yeah. too smart. And your intelligence is what's keeping you back because you're like, oh, I don't know about that. Oh, geez. Oh no. Oh boy. Turn it off. Be dumb. I know. You'll be unstoppable.
2: I know. It's it's it. it Really. I mean, like, I had this moment yesterday. So, I I was sitting in in our living room and crying. um, And um, as I I have found that a good mid afternoon cry. Is so helpful.
1: That was before the presidential debates even. It's just
2: all of a sudden I just, I start weeping and my family goes, Oh, dad's having his time. Um, and, um, and my wife came up and she was like, what's going on? I was just like, I, I, just, I have all this fear. And I start talking with her, through, with her. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, what are you talking about? She's like, that's dumb. And I was like, okay,
0: it's done. What is that like? I mean,
2: I think it's, I need it. I I absolutely need it. I have have a great, like my creative partner, Katya McMullen, who I did theater with in New York and I'm doing theater with here. And we talk every day. She's this great writer. Um, And she she was like, she's the person who got me back to work um, when I was in New York is I was, I had kind of given up doing music altogether. And she needed, she like called me up at a certain point and was like, Hey, I need you to write music for a play that I just scrapped 90% of. And I'm going to write a bunch of it tonight. And then I need you to come up to Vermont and workshop it with me for three days and write the music for it. And then we're going to put it on stage. And I was like, okay. So she sent me the script I wrote a bunch of music for it, like just without thinking. I'm all, oh, I said yes to something. Why? I'm such an idiot. And then, um, and then I got up there, and she's like, "So I think I." And I wrote it all on piano, and she's like, "Well, I think I want you to do it on guitar." I was like, "Oh, good." So everything I did doesn't have any. Never mind. Uh, but like, uh, I got caught up in the creative process and the moment, and like in in the thing that I love, which is to like be around people um, creative people who are passionate and excited and willing to throw shit to the wall and see what sticks and what doesn't. And like that night we did a read through and then there's this song through the whole piece that they keep alluding to. And that was like stressing me out because it's supposed to be this gorgeous like lullaby piece. And I'm like, you know, and I had these little notes throughout the script and we're doing the sit down and Oh my God, some hold on. Hold on. A phone call, a <laughs> phone call just came through. Um, and, um, <laughs> and
0: but do you feel like it like kind of kind of forces you to be in the moment and kind well, of get well, yeah, I idea? mean that's that's the funny
2: thing is it's like I am most happy like and free when I'm playing and performing for people and mm-hmm. contributing to them like that's what I actually yeah. that's the thing that about twitch streaming that I love like like i, I I still look at it as like a show where I'm coming, I'm showing up for everybody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I've got a great, great supportive, wonderful community that like shows up every single time. And, um, some of them are like, some of them like wake up super early in the morning. Some of them stay up really late at night to watch. And it's like, you know, it's, it's so beautiful. And it like, it means the world to me. And like, um, like what I get to bring to them I hope I, I, I feel like there's no way I can give them what they give me. Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know how in the world they could possibly get out of it. What I take, get out of it. But my goal is to try.
1: In um, long time because uh, are going on that road with you. You know what I mean? Like, like Ben is in Ben is on Twitch and, and Ben Saunders says, I've actually noticed Scott's voice getting stronger over the streams, which is cool. And like, you have forced gym time now, dude, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and, and Ben comes back and says like, yeah. it's 5am for me. I try to turn up uh, when I'm awake, you know? I mean, I don't know where the heck this guy is. It ain't America- ben Saunders is awesome. I love hey, Ben. Ben <laughs> vote in America anyway. Um, anyway, uh go ahead. And Wait, vote what? Wait, well- anyway, No, I'm kidding. Ben. You can't do that. I can't actually. Okay. If you're in America, if
0: you're in America, but you wouldn't. be you five
1: a.m. Like five a.m. Yeah. Tell your American friends to vote. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, it's got like I've always seen that you're you're somebody who's pretty good with deadlines, and you've always stepped up. Like when I've needed you to step up and and do something, and I've always been blown away by your brilliance. But like we don't see that stuff for ourselves. Like we, you know, we have like that, that the you know the Dunning Kruger effect kick in where our analytical abilities are only to the extent of our analytical abilities. We cannot see outside of our own little mental cages. The perspective is only our own little prison. Um, Yeah.
0: It's that, it's that four window thing, that four window diagram of like what it is that you see in others, what others see in you, what you can see of others and what others see of you and what no one sees, not you or others could see. And um, sometimes that thing where it's like people can see something about you that it's just like you can't analytically comprehend, but they're getting so much out of it. And what a beautiful way to like see that kind of come to fruition especially on the stream and like getting so many more subscriptions and like so many people and you're that are still being
1: weird. Yeah. Lying if you, you. if you were on there and you weren't weird, yeah. I'd be like what the hell is this?
2: I mean it's <laughs> and the funny thing is too like I mean you know it, it it's like it this it, the the person that I mean like right now obviously like this is not the person who shows up on the streams, right? Like it kind of is. Yeah. But like It's but the guy.
0: Sure, I'm sure you haven't. Right, but it's it's so it's like so
2: funny how that just that just turns right just happens. You know what I mean? Like, um, and and part of it is because I I know who's a lot of times I know who's out there, um, and like, um. And I think that helps too. Like, again, it's, it's the communal aspect of it for me, music and and entertainment and the whole thing. It's always been about community. Like if there's no community to it, if there's no like people, if it's just like, if it's just shilling and commoditizing and and, and turning it into a fucking business, like I I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, you know like yeah. there's there's a certain which and I've been told I like there, there's some there's some there's there, there's a support group that I've been asked to to look at as far as my own uh uh, uh my own self-value but um what do you mean but, well just like you know like it's hard to like like I always like I feel I feel I honestly like feel weird
1: asking for money
2: getting yeah it's it's yeah. weird for me um like I remember, so when I started doing the Littlest Man Band, right. Uh-huh. Um, I I was having a hard time with a lot of things and somebody, a friend of mine said, Hey, I know somebody you can call to talk about like doing independent music in a way that is both like um, uh, socially, emotionally and kind of spiritually like free of, of tether and like, and so they gave me Ian Mackay from Fugazi's phone. Group.
1: Yeah, that which is insane and that's yeah. amazing.
2: And so I got to have a conversation with someone who's not only like an artistic idol but also a business idol. And we talked so much and like at a certain point I was like maybe I should just give this away for free and he's like no. He's like you reach he's like there needs to be a place where you meet each other. He's like you meet the, your audience and your audience yeah. meets you. He's like cuz otherwise you're just putting like, if you don't ask people to value something, they won't, and then you are just creating useless plastic, and the world
1: doesn't need more of that. And it's it's tough when we like grow up, and we we're, we're basically, you know, it's like I will do Geekscape for free, but the other things you, I am not going to do for free, like the the hosting or the this and that. For you know, Geekscape is my baby; it is my like audience aggregate. It is the tool that I use to put things into other projects. For instance, Geekscape is we just yeah. launched at a film festival this past weekend chasing Fletcher Allen a, a movie that yo, you all helped um crowd, crowdsource you all helped Katie's Katie's in it for a bit and um and and that is also you know that is something that was a financial thing and we raised money off of it but you know this Geekscape is pretty much my only like loss leader audience aggregate thing but i'm with you dude when you think that like it's when it's something that you're willing to do for free because you love it and it's like what gave you your voice and like what your passion's been the whole time it is tough to turn that corner and start putting a financial bend on it um and it you know and i i say this to him because i just want the damn out i just wanted more music out of him but like one of my songwriting heroes dr frank i'm always like dude why don't you crowdfund your next album why don't you crowdfund your next album and, and dr frank feels weird about the next mr t experience album being crowdfunded i'm like dude think of it as pre-sales just think of it yeah. as pre-sales and like what you're doing now scott is just an extension of uh you know what you'd be doing without a pandemic you know what i mean yeah you, you would be i remember i go down to orange county and you're playing that little coffee shop in downtown like santa Ana yeah. or something like you'd be doing that if you weren't yeah in a pandemic. I'd be gigging for
2: sure. That was part of why we wanted to do it. I was like, I miss gigging. I miss playing gigs.
1: Sure. Um and I and think so the this was the- there will be an aspect of this after the pandemic is done. And in experiencing a, a film festival online like we did this past weekend right. with our film, like I think that we are all learning that there needs to be an online uh, you know, for for profit version of a lot of these experiences that we used to have only in live. Like, I think that concert venues, coffee shops who will have people gigging, things like that. They have to have some form of like a web stream webcam where you have a ticketed event for people to come in and see Scott coffinstein You know, these dudes are in freaking the Philippines over here. This dude, Donuts in Manila, who watches you on like Twitter. Yeah. He, he, listen, he's like us. He's really got a functional democracy over there and he's willing to show up. At 2 a.m., 3 a.m., stuff. is face full of donuts, and wake up and do some stretches just to watch you. You know that guy would be like paying like a couple bucks to get into like a stream to watch you. Uh, you know, play in Santa Ana in a coffee shop on a Friday night, whatever it is. Like, well, know? donuts is a,
2: donuts is a great artist too. It's like you know donuts has done like a Isn't lot it? of like graphics and stuff, and like for us and like donuts is awesome. Yeah. Donuts, why? Aren't and you that's the other right? thing. Like,
1: hey, let's do some t-shirts. Yeah. Donuts, let's do. Some yeah, t-shirts. talk to donuts.
2: Um, he's he's. I
1: talk he's, to donuts you know, every morning. Yeah. I, love, I, I, I think love that's you. the thing I love about it too. Is it's okay, like eat you uh, goodbye, my friend. You live a good life. Uh, you know. I shove the donut in my mouth. Every yeah, day. like
2: like the mods that we've we've we have for our, our 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 Twitch channel are fantastic. Like Scott and I can only do so much, and Scott does most of it. Like I show up and go, you want
0: me to be a clown? Okay.
2: But like Scott's like Scott's sitting there behind you. like two monitors, and he's like sweating profusely because it's like 90 degrees in their studio and like you know and it's like nothing's mm-hmm. working and he's freaking out and we have like um we have these great like mods who are helping out and 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 um yeah it's it feels it feels like being a part of a scene of course and i think that's mm-hmm. you know that's that's what i love about twitch on on the whole
1: but it is, is not it's like, in and of itself yeah payment it is a form no. of payment. Yeah. An audience aggregate is a form of payment, but it is not unless Yeah. But like I'm in the studio
2: right now recording some stuff and it's all and then it's all covered by Twitch.
1: What you recording? Donation. 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 What? What, you, what you recording, right. man? I can't talk about it. No, dude, what the heck?
0: No, I legit can't I legit on, talk about.
1: You've it. been on GeekScape seventeen. You've been on Geekscape seventeen times over the last fifteen years. There's I legit you and I to talk about. The only thing reason I brought you on is because Katie might pull some new stuff out of you, and now you're clamming up on me. Come on, man! Don't you put this up to no vocal rest. You tell me some secrets right now. These kids, really I legit can't talk about, about it. it. This guy wakes yeah. up in freaking Manila. They ain't yeah. got nothing in Manila except like a bunch of banana trees <laughs> and stuff like that. And now he's showing up and he's running around.
0: <laughs> you want me to pull a button on you? Well you shut up. Sorry, yeah. you I,
1: I'm being silly. I'm being Tell me. <laughs> it's,
0: yeah. Yeah, but that, uh, honestly, like when you get to a point where like some of your work is secretive, that's yeah. a very exciting moment. Like, even though it's like, yes, we do, we want to know exactly what it is you're working on, what kind of thing you're working on, what even genre <laughs> thing you're working on. Uh, but that's an exciting moment that like you're in a place right now that you're working on something so exciting that like you can't even tell us the yeah. bare minimum details, like, not even a little hint. <laughs> like, not even a little Scott hint. and I have been
1: such oh. <laughs> beautiful friends for so long that I hate to tell you, tweet streamers we will probably hang up and then I'll get an email with an mp3 of a demo and I'll be like oh my god this is great <laughs> and I will not share it because when you yeah. own, it's it's cause the truth is like you never actually know when some of this stuff will be released and when, yeah. you, when you did this last EP this last seven inch you know Scott I'd heard those songs for 10 years it felt like and then you know, you know, and then it took it took you and, and G Scott a, a, a while for those things to like actually get recorded the way you liked them and release the way you liked them and put the whole thing together and make it worthwhile. So like, dude, I I I like being part of your creative inner circle because I like you do shit that I can never think like the music thing is not my thing and it's just like I value it. so much. I
0: I uh, I was always told that I had two left feet and couldn't sing so.
1: You know, I highly appreciate it. Uh, Geekscape, is, if for some reason you're just now listening to Scott uh, for the first time and discovering him, go check him out on Twitch and subscribe to the Twitch channel. It's twitch.tv, Scott Kloppenstein. You should know how to spell it. You should know Scott because he's been on Geekscape so much. He truly is a brother to me uh and i dude i'm so glad you moved back to southern california i love that i got to see you right before the pandemic like in the shutdown yeah. and i was like it's so glad that you're here we're gonna hang out all the time shut down right <laughs> and I, I t- did you
2: see that did you see the taco adobe's back yeah. open again
1: scott it, it scott has this place in orange that uh that we go and we get mexican food at in uh and it is right like a month or two, a month or two into I'm the pandemic or no when I moved back in august he was like dude i got bad news it's gone it's closed and he texted me "Yeah," said that it's back so yeah um, i don't know how to socially distance oh, like go down to orange county and eat that stuff with you quite yet but if we do takeout uh i have been doing i've been tested five like i get tested once a month and i'll probably ramp it up but um i have been doing socially distant picnics where, like, we'll do takeout and we'll sit across a, a, a yard or a field from each other yeah. and we'll do the, the, the socially distant picnic. And uh, I think Heidi's been saying that just to keep you from having to eat with her. Like she, she, she's like, you know, yeah, like, like I, I try and get into bed and she's like, sorry, six feet. Six feet. Six feet, yeah. Jonathan.
0: <laughs> what do you guys get at this place? Because, uh, I mean, if you need someone to hang out with to get Mexican food, right? you always Everybody
1: down. My favorite, my favorite. And Katie, you got to come down with us Um on tour now. Who I'm guessing is G Scott. It is on Twitch just busted out with Jonathan. When are you going? When are we going to bring you down to OC? Well, yeah, you got to come on our show. Our our Sundays are our guest nights. You don't Sundays are guest nights. Katie, she can, she can run you through a game or something. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah no that's true no actually i actually used to host uh dave and buster's football stuff down in oc that was fun (laughs) it was so much fun i know a lot about
1: football
0: (laughs) now Uh,
1: yeah no uh g scott and (laughs) anybody who watches the twitch like i'll come down on a sunday and, and do a little bit of twitch hangout with you i saw that ryland got to do it and i can't you know i can't let Ryland get all the fun as much as I love Ryland. uh, I'd love to come and hang out on Twitch. Um,
2: Yeah, we had Ryland. We had our friend Mark Yeager come down and talk about uh, – he's a composer friend of ours who, I mean, he just got back from – talking to the European Space Agency about uh, composing some music based on,
1: uh, on data from
2: space. If that's I true. mean, like, he, he if met you with know like... Yeah. You
1: have, I'm not coming on your show. Like, what the hell am I going to talk about? I'm going to come down there and be like, let's tell some jokes about putting some nut clamps on. I got nothing I got nothing to offer, Scott. <laughs> I'm making up lies about going to freaking... We're
0: really excited to
1: have <laughs> Jonathan on the show. He's going to come and say stupid stuff. Like, what? That's, that's ah, garbage. You don't want that. It'll be great.
2: We'll figure it out.
1: No, man. We'll have you sing a song or, is, you know. Matt, that is my art. <laughs> uh, Matt there Kelly says, in honor of International Podcast Day, how about you list every show on the Geekscape Network? And then Matt says, I can type it out if you need. <laughs> it's a lot right now. And it is a lot right now. And Matt Kelly, <laughs> you are an amazing producer. And I'm so glad that you are my uh friend and w- basically a family member uh he's been a part of this since geekscape episode three uh way back in 2006 i believe uh and um and uh you know he's a music guy and he's a fan of yours scott he's been a fan of yeah, your- met me but um honestly international podcast day matt also hosts horror movie night which i think is our most successful show i'm gonna say it i love horror Movie Night. I might be on the episode this weekend talking about Chud. Uh, oh, <laughs> Chud. If you go oh, yes. to Horror Movie Night and you like Chud. the stupidity coming out of my mouth, go subscribe to Horror Movie Night. You can hear us talk about <laughs> Chud, the uh, 1984 hit. Uh, but but as Matt says, he says, in addition to Geekscape, we have the Bulletproof podcast, which is all about action movies. They talked about Stone Cold with Brian Bosworth on the most recent episode. Uh, 91 Donkey Lane, which is an improvised storyline podcast, which is freaking hilarious. Analog Jones and the Temple of Film, which is basically – a dude, Steven going and finding bad movies out of like yard sales and watching them and then analyzing them. Amazing. Right. Do you still like this movie? Which is a pretty awesome podcast done by our good friend in Canada. Um, he's a DJ. He's a, he's an MC really. And they find a movie from their youth that they like and they rewatch it. And they're like, uh, do we still like this movie? Sometimes the movies end up crap. Uh, we have Matt Mania, which is a wrestling podcast. My favorite episode of where they talk about their favorite episode of a TV show. The Horror Movie Night, which I told you about. Matt Kelly, uh, he hosts it. Uh, my favorite episode of Horror Movie Night. One Hit Thunder, I've talked about that one. MFK Ultimate, which is like Mary Fuck Kill Ultimate, where you, talk, you marry fuck kill different things. I think Katie should be on that one. And Saturday morning showdown, Let's Play Arcade and Xbox Game Passengers, maybe they still exist. We need another video game show, Katie, and I think you should host it for us. And if anybody listening this likes podcasting, has thought about podcasting and you're like, hey, I want to talk some geek stuff, send Matt at geekscape.net an email and maybe we can start your podcasting career. Like we started Matt's and then he turned into a monster
0: monster. By the way, I don't know if you saw me randomly looking off to the screen but we have a mosquito oh, somewhere the in this house and it just Katie, just flew by Katie, me like two it. or three don't times. Don't
1: do, do it, Katie. Do not do no, to, to, to it. Katie, do not No, kill it. Are you out of your mind? You don't know because Katie. Well, so it's already many hit you so I'm about to negate what I was about to say but you don't know that that mosquito wasn't irradiated and listen, this is Geekscape. I let every bug bite me. I'm telling you, I let rats bite me. I go through my whole life. No, no, no. Listen, no, no, I no. this is how I live my life, Geeks Games. Let me just give it to you straight. I grew up on these comics, and oh I God. saw that these animals or science projects gone awry or magic, all this stuff, it all led <laughs> to people becoming super, super heroic versions of themselves. And I looked at myself, and I was like, well, you're okay. But maybe if you go through life... <laughs> And let things bite you. Uh, you know, like I try and like, der- like, if I ever see a truck that has pr- like possibly radioactive isotopes and stuff in the back, I try and like, oh, throw- no. I try and derail the trucks. I try, and- I, I, I leave every accident in my life, which may be why I'm a human one. Uh, and I just, I'm like, i you throw do a not all kill this mosquito, Skywalker. Katie. It could be your ticket to super heroism or super villainousness. I'm telling you, do not kill this mosquito. I let everything bite me. When I'm in this in the park, I'm like, here you go, squirrel. I try and feed the squirrels. I try and get the squirrels to bite me. I try and do all sorts. You heard me talking about injecting ray, like rabies into weasels and greasing them up earlier. I'm so desperate.
0: For the podcast listeners, London is definitely filling so at the mouth. To be at the more moment. than I
1: am. <laughs> I'm so desperate to be more than I am, Katie. I try and lean into all the accidents. Do not kill that mosquito. I'm telling you now, it will naturally die. All right. Well, good. He's In five the more times. sixth one, the sixth one is Earth. the one where you wake up and you're like, "Whoa! Have prehensile strength!" Like you'll see, you'll see. What Super What will Zika my name be? The virus, as super as the Zika, Yanks has said, <laughs> so you're super Zika, and I would be El Chupador because I am Hispanic, my, nice. my power of suckage. Me gusta chupar.
0: I mean, at one pr- at one point, I did get the nickname um, Flaca con Alba Gorda, so I think that is also Flaca a really fun name that I could Skinny.
1: have. Yeah, uh, Ripto on uh, YouTube says, "I let everything bite me." Jonathan, patient zero. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan's definitely eating
0: bats. By eating the way, guys,
1: I'm uh, trying to understand them better. Right? That's how I'm doing. And Scott, I'm going to come down Orange County, and I know we got this corona. I'm going to bite you, baby, because you're talented. You've got superpowers, no. and I want a little bit of that, man. And- If any of y'all want to window into those superpowers, (laughs) you go to twitch.tv three, four times a week. There's a schedule up on the Twitch channel and it's Scott Klappenstein is the channel that you want. We're at Geekscape TV and I'll be honest with you. I see this whole operation that you've got with G. Scott and your moderators and stuff like that. And that's something I want for Geekscape at least once a week because that's all we do is really once a week. And I really just, it's me like doing the Geekscape streams. It's me and Katie doing some ha ha. I really don't know how to moderate our live Geekscape broadcasting like, i just don't i don't know enough about twitch so i was like watching you play songs and i was like oh but what else goes into this and all that stuff but then I, a I, lot I, yeah I, yeah i reached the extent of my intelligence which was very yeah. quick and i just was like nah, we good i'm just gonna say fart jokes
2: <laughs> i mean it's all well i think the thing so when i started talking with the kid of the guy mitch uh um, and i talked to some other streamers as well um it's all about like Everybody starts really slowly because the, okay. there's a huge learning curve. So, like, I mean, again, like, Scott yeah. and I have been doing this four nights a week for a little over a month. Okay. So we have, you know, over, like, 30 shows in the can. Um, and, you know, like, we like we just got this thing called a stream deck, which, like, sets up for, like, graphics and stuff. Oh, yeah, we have I this can... thing now. I, I got the um, the Littlest Man Band. A light bright. Okay. And so it sits okay. behind me. So every time I play a little man band song, it lights up.
1: Okay. Let me write this down.
2: And then when I, and then when I, yep. and then after I'm done with the song, it turns
1: off. Okay. Um, so like little,
2: you just do little things. Stream deck. Stream deck, stream deck. Stream deck is helpful. Okay. You, okay. It will take you about a month to get it.
1: Oh, geez. Because everyone okay. and their mother, yeah, has a stream deck. In a month, Scott. Which it's, just us getting a second camera,
2: Hopefully just, just us getting a second camera. camera took a
1: month. Oh, geez. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Um, that. Uh, who's that, this guy know. who's helping you, Marcel? Marcel. What's his name? <laughs> <Don't>...
2: um, <laughs> I mean, we have like, uh, if you want to, I mean, he's got a great a great show. His name is Mitch Bruzzi. Mitchy. And he's, a, yeah, Mitch, he's great. He's okay. a great drummer and a good friend. I don't know. Uh, Mitchy B. Let's see. Um, Oh, if you want to see, uh, so there's this also, um, and so Mitch's whole thing is pretty incredible because he's got um, like five different camera angles.
1: Jeez, you're making it worse. Okay. But but he,
2: I mean, like he's completely <laughs> self-sustained.
1: Oh, geez. Like, uh, so, he's got right. like four <laughs>
2: different, he's got three different screens. Like he's got a stream deck. Like he's got an amazing setup. Okay. Um, And like the the subscribers control the lights.
1: Okay. Well, I'd like to see <laughs> the Something? It's oh, pretty cool. We're, we're
2: looking into like getting more lights in the studio so that pe- uh, people who subscribe can do more on the lights. It's just, it's like, it's like, yeah, like everybody's participating. Cause again, like, and we have, I have a 71 song song list right? Okay. That like people can request from, but then like people yell out random stuff and I'm just like, I'll give it a shot. Why yeah.
1: not? Like the Billy. And, ocean um, song that I told you to just yeah. play tomorrow. Yeah, like the Billy ocean
2: thing. Okay. And, um, You're not gonna do and that. so, and if it goes well, I add it to the list. If it doesn't, I maybe go home and try it and then see if it works. And if it not, then you don't do it.
1: But what about um, the wheel of human skin? That's what I've got. I got The wheel of human skin. I talked about it earlier on the show. <laughs>
2: Uh, we don't do that yet because we're in a warehouse instead of like a regular house. So we just we want to keep like the rats down.
1: Okay. Well, I would human skin.
0: skin. You know, London. He really wants those rats. No, I, I know, know you. Yeah,
1: you, yeah, yeah. That any of those rats could have gotten to an, a radioactive isotope. So right, right, right. Okay. I've written all this down. I've got it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm looking for. But, yeah, we spend Scott and
2: I spend a lot of time just watching other streams. We watch. Um, we talk to people, and it's yeah, it's a fun little community. And then, like you go and you raid people at the end, or people raid you, and that's great.
1: It's so yeah, fun. Lady. It's so great. I, I a I, mosquito? Or how does this work? Uh, I really want no. To like we
2: dump. Mosquito. Like someone will dump but, at the end of their show. They'll they'll take whoever's left and they'll something. they'll come in and raid your show. So like, and what winds up happening almost every single time is right when you're about to go be done someone will raid you with like 20 people and you're like, well, I can't stop now. Yeah. So okay. then you gotta go for like another 15, mm-hmm. 20 minutes. It's I'm great.
1: Over and, oh, and you yeah. get an audience like coming out of that show and they dump into yeah. your show. I got it. Okay. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um Donuts and Manila says, although for a podcast setup, this is pretty neat. Pretty great. Uh, I yeah. don't know how much more adjustments can be made. Well, Donuts and Manila, Katie and I do the show once a week, sometimes twice a week. And I really appreciate you and Scott's fans being here with us. Um, next week, we've got another, we got a comic book creator. Um, Katie, I'm going to throw it up the uh, mail so I can read his name. But uh, th- I got this random solicitation from next week's guest. Um, and uh, his name is Valley. And he has written this comic book that's pretty amazing. It's called Genius Animals. And the cool thing about Valley, he just found me out of nowhere because I do this podcast and he knows I have comic book creators on and the dude is a pretty successful TV producer and writer. He's written for 30 rock modern family. He's been nominated and won several Emmys and writers guild awards and things like that. And just out of the blue Valley was like, Hey, I'm a big TV guy and I've done some really cool, successful things in television, but I'd love to come on Geekscape and talk about uh, my comic book because I'm not a comic book guy yet. I want you know, and he's giving this comic book away for free. Um, so if you go, to, let me find the website. You geeks, who are into the comics, can go and check out this comic. Give it uh, to
0: him on but Monday. If you when want we to read do it the in, show. in advance,
1: it's at GeniusAnimals.net. dot uh, So you go to GeniusAnimals.net and read the comic book. Um, and the artwork's amazing, and I can't wait to have valley up on the show that'll be monday same time as this one 6 p.m pacific standard time and we'll be talking to our guy on the same stream and we'd love to have some of y'all back scott will not be back with us unless he would like to do some musical accompaniment and by that i mean the billy ocean uh Millennium falcon song
0: Millennium falcon song
2: I'm, thinking, I'm already i am kind of thinking about it already
1: That's, yeah you are baby yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: oh my gosh please oh if you write more lyrics you to it oh, we're, so to we're so there get
1: ready for the lyrics
2: no tomorrow is crazy i entertain kids in the morning then i come home and i teach my own kids
1: I don't have kids man don't have kids
2: yeah. i mean but this is like you know it's, it's i'm living like you know it's like i said when you you hit me up like i'm living the dream you know like I, I I you know I can't I can't really ask for more much more out of life than what I got right now like I get the opportunity to play music for people. I've got great friends and family around me and you know I'm like so far, you know i'm I'm, I'm, I'm above ground.
1: Well, I'm just glad that you're back baby. I'm glad that you, you and I can actually hang out and uh, in person when this is all over that we can hang out again because you are my creative brother um and when you were in New York when you were going to that period when you were on meth, I was really worried about you, dude when you were like, I'm kidding. He was never on math. I call it blizz. <laughs> uh, Richto says incel bot will make." he poops on genius animals. Uh, yeah. Incel is our resident robot and he is not very nice. He, comes, he is an incel and, He's not uh, very nice. and we are going to learn him on Monday with the new geekscape. So come in, come back on Monday <laughs> geekscapist and hang out. Uh, I'm going to wrap up the show again. You can hang out with Scott on his Twitch four nights a week that is uh, twitch.tv slash Scott Klaffenstein. You can find Katie uh, on social media at L Pants, and she is sassy. Very sassy.
0: That's right. You can also see me in Heidi's movie Chasing Fletcher Allen, which was just premiered That's in right. the Woo! Women in Film Female Festival. Female
1: Filmmakers Festival, which Heidi's so busy, I was doing some of the panels and like meet and <laughs> greet things, and I'm like the dude in a <laughs> Zoom with all these different people. And these women are like, what are the inspirations?
0: So tell us about yeah. your female perspective.
1: <laughs> I'll let everybody else speak first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wanted here. But it was fun. And I and and they, they enjoy the movie. So we're just gonna keep rocking. Uh, uh as I said, like uh I've just been going through old hard drives. I, I finished up a bunch of work that I handed in this week for a client, and now I've gone through hard drives and found like old shorts and things that I'm gonna finish up and get to y'all. Uh, and uh, more Geekscape, always Geekscapes. I love Geekscapes, I've been doing it for 15 years. And on International Podcasting Day, I gotta tell you, thank you so much for being here, Donuts in Manila. Uh,
0: and, fuck okay. you. and then he's done, so, yeah, exactly. I spoke, <laughs> Scott. Oh, it was oh, it's my so pleasure. It was so meeting great you meeting you
2: meeting
0: too. So so, so, I'm on. Roll. Hey, 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 no, reclaiming my time, I was on a roll, reclaiming and my time.
1: My incel bot kicked me out. <laughs> uh, he he knocked me. <laughs> I literally. Really let's me okay, <laughs> let's end the show. I love you, right. I love you, Scott. Right. Go check out. Love you, guys. Guys. Love you guys. too. And I love all y'all for watching. Thank you all so much, Scott. We will do the show soon. Love you, man. Yeah. And I ain't doing anything else. So happy International Podcast Day, Geekscapeus. Go on any podcast uh, podcast app that you're using leave us a review share geekscape with your friends and happy international podcast day uh up and out of here don't hate create if you ordered a geekscape t-shirt we're actually putting them in the mail very soon uh love you so much go subscribe to something else for the geekscape network and i love you you're listening to the geekscape network